Blog Talk Radio. Here we are live after many technical difficulties. Um, it looks as if our system is sort of kind of working. Um, I think so. Hi, Jason. Probably the oddest, um, what do you call it, call-in or start to our show that we've had in a very long time. No, there's not. And we have our lovely co-host, Vanessa, calling in. And she had called in once, and we could hear, they, you, everybody could hear her. They could hear me, but they couldn't, we couldn't hear each other. So it was like a strange type of a, a trial conversation. <laughs> All right, she is calling in, and we are going to go ahead and see if we can take this live caller. Now, if you're calling in on a Wednesday, we need a recording so you have to On a Wednesday. That's true. Okay, hello, caller. Is this Vanessa? This is Vanessa. How are you doing? Awesome. Okay, so this is the strangest thing. I can hear you through my computer, but not through the regular system. So we're going to run with it. Yay! I'm so excited to be there. Hey, Jason, grab an extra glass of wine for me, please. (laughs) Seriously. Hey, I'm sorry sorry about your knee. You feel better. Oh, I know. Genius. This is not good. I'm limping around, guys. I'm limping around. You have a limping Vanessa. Not a good sight. <laughs> well, it's the it's the trials that we go through just trying to um, get ourselves in shape these days. Seriously, <laughs> it's endless. I'm so happy to be on the socially savvy radio show. We have listeners all over the place. It's had a great weekend connecting. It's so awesome. How are you guys doing? In Bellevue, it's kind of awesome. Thanks, Jerry, for that. Yes, well, no, we didn't actually even do our our formal introduction, did we, Vanessa? <laughs> no, go on, girlfriend, go on. Okay, so this is going to probably be, if you're a socially savvy listener, this is going to be one of the oddest shows you've probably ever heard us do, simply because um, we're going live on different locations trying to figure out some new technologies. And So, hello, everyone. Welcome to Socially Savvy Broadcasting Live here at Gunnarstrom Gallery in Bellevue. Um, I'm your host, L.B. Duchess, with co-host Jason Rendon of Seattle Wine Exchange. And then, of course, our Vanessa Rios, our love CEO and three-step dating um, gal. Tell Gunner I said hi. We will. We'll tell Gunner you said hi. And and for anybody who doesn't know about Gunner, um, Gunner Nordstrom Gallery is located in the heart of downtown Bellevue, right across from the Hyatt and Joey's. Um, probably one of the social epicenters in Bellevue. He has fabulous art, uh, does some fun events. If you're looking for an event space, he loves to host events. So um, give him a shout-out and check him out. I think he's fabulous. Love, love, love. Yes, and a great first date location, too. I love sending my first dates over there to look at all the great art he has. And, and Oh, yeah, you're it. right. It's a totally great first date location. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. That's a really good idea. Yes, date night at Gunner's. Gunner would probably laugh at us. <laughs> okay, so today we are going to be talking about socially savvy travel and unsavvy drinking. Of course, our socially acceptable, unacceptable, and our socially savvy hints. So um, we're going to start off with Jason, who is going to tell us about, um, oh, actually, he's going to go grab the Girly Girl wine. Girly Girl is our sponsor for wine today. We are going to be indulging in their Pinot Noir. 
Oh, I'm so jealous, you guys. I'm so jealous. Let me know how it tastes. <laughs> Most definitely. And this is one of the things that um, I think a lot of people don't realize. I mean, they listen to the show afterwards, and they don't realize that when we go live on location, a lot of times these sponsors are so amazing that they bring in the wine, and they share it with any of our listeners who show up live. So it's a great opportunity to meet some new people, um, something fun to do on a Monday because, you know, one Monday can be really, really boring. <laughs> and... Also, get a chance to check out new wines, local stuff going on. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Jason, what do we got? We're going to be drinking the Girly Girls Pinot uh, Gris 2011 on the Valley. She's a wonderful woman who makes her wine look amazing. Hopefully, she fell into the wine business. But she kind of uh, did a uh, kind of an educational kind of thing, and then she won an award for it through her class. And next thing you know, she was up and running. There might be a little bit time delay from the radio to hearing me live. I think this is going to be our worst show ever. <laughs> what does one do? <laughs> Why don't you guys do the radio show and call so me? Try to delay. I'm sorry, I'm Renetta. We'll come back in five minutes and tell us. <laughs> so we're going to start with uh, social savvy news. Uh, summer is winding down, but there's still tons of fabulous for you to come into the tent. Uh, check out your local students. Try to get one event a month to show more about the time you live in. Uh, you know, those, the farmer's markets are full bloom. Go out there. I made a squash, squash flower, squash blossom soup last night. Very good. I make a squash soup here in the winter, so it's kind of a little bit heavier. It's really excellent. Add it with the early girl wine. Uh, what else do we have for We've got to set up the live music that goes on downtown Bellevue. That's where they go. And then I found out this week from Adam and Pete they actually do movies in uh, Redmond. Yes, they do. Oh, I just found that out. They do move, they have them over at um, with a, the park, uh, Marymore. There's also um, several other cities, and I'm, I believe Kirkland does something similar. And um, up north, too. Okay, so now that's a really good point because a lot of times I actually made this mistake. I grabbed some cash and, and had big bills, and all of a sudden I'm running around trying desperately. Yeah. They're like, oh, we'll yeah. take it. Yeah. 20? Take oh, yeah. the whole thing. We'll take the tip yeah. too. Big tip for me. I love you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, the things that we do that crack ourselves up. Another one of those uh, <laughs> comments that my uh, my beloved wife comments quite a bit. Don't throw your money in one spot. So if you have a money belt, obviously nowadays people go, oh, I need your belt too. Send me your shoe. Send me your belt. That's a good idea. Have your credit card separate. Don't carry that big ass purse. No, no, our men, that big ass wallet. You don't. If you're going down there to party with son, well, I mean, honestly, if you're really that worried, keeping it on you is just as dangerous when you're traveling abroad as keeping yeah. it in a hotel. Um, there's different ways that you can ensure to protect as much of your money as possible. Of course, a credit card, um, if it is stolen, you can call and, and cut off those fees right away or cut off the, the ability to spend on it. A lot of traveler's checks, you can utilize a system where if you lose them, you can contact them 
or if they get stolen, they can get back to you. They can replace them and they can keep them from being utilized. Keep in mind that if you're a business, that might not work because the small town won't be able to help you. But that's true. There's nothing that I kind of, you know, in the event, and this is something that my wife and I do, we go, whether this is uh, Seattle or New Orleans or anything else, I usually give her a few bills in her wallet or her head pocket. The reason why we do that is that in the event that somebody were to actually try to rob us, I'm willing to step, I'm, I'm a gentleman, I'm willing to step in front of him and we have this uh, agreement. She's going to run no matter what. And when I tell her to say go, she's going to run as fast as she can. She's got the credit card, she's got the cash, she's going to run. I'm going to block that guy so way she can get away and call the police and all that. Because he's not going to chase after both of us, actually. She? No, I most of them are afraid. Yeah. Of course, you know, I get really mad and angry and start screaming and start cursing. That's what we do. So I feel that way. And even, it's unfortunate if you want to take off, have your significant other hold on to it and just tell her to run like she's never run before. You know, you know, gradually come to take things, but it's a way to, you know, not lose all your money. Well, and you make a good point, too. I think when you're traveling abroad, probably the best advice that we can give is be prepared. And and know your surroundings, but also have some of these conversations, you know, walk through, and not to go to the point of being paranoid, but to, to walk through these situations, okay, if we get separated and, or there's some, you know, major catastrophe and we can't use our cell phones and, you know, there's drama or whatever is going on around us, what is your plan? You know, how are you going to get back in the same place if you're not in the same place? Or who is your contact person outside the United, um, back in the States if you're traveling outside the United States? Um, there's a lot of these little different things that if you have them in play, uh, it can be a lifesaver. Take a picture of your, a direct copy of your uh, passport that's different locations your, your uh, money. Yeah. That'll help you. Even take two or three, just put it in a little section and people say, well, what should you do that? Well, if you're going to go to the industry because you want to, yeah. they have it now. You have the number and everything, yep. And, you know, that's important. Right with LV, we do talk about, like, if you're you know, set in time, especially when you travel. I mean, you think, oh, we're going to New Orleans. What can we do? Like, no. I'm going to go over here. I'll be back in 30 minutes. So, yeah. Some people think, well, that's just stupid. It's like, I'm not checking up on her. I'm checking for her. Because it may be New Orleans. It could be Seattle. It could be backyard. You, know, you never know. You know, maybe she thought I was there. Yeah. Well, and there's the whole natural catastrophe thing. You know, you've got earthquakes. You've got all these different things that can happen. Uh, you know, just strange, different things. And if you want to have an idea, when we, whenever I go traveling, I have a little um, folder that has those clear sheets in it, and I have double copies of my uh, passport, of my loading and boarding passes, my hotel itinerary, my transportation to and from the location. Uh, I will usually have already mapped out and get um, roadmaps of where it is I want to go, where we're going to be going back and forth so that I'm familiar. And then here's the kicker is I leave a copy of it at home so that if there is anything weird or if I, I lose something, then, again, there's another point of reference. And you can, heck, these days you can take photos with your phone and have everything on your phone. You can download onto a computer with the digital. No. And if you want a digital copy, then um, take the pictures, download it into a um, email with all of your documentation, email it to yourself, like to a Gmail, and then you can um, gather that information from anywhere in the world. Another tip, they actually make this, this is really great. Uh, you take your, they make bags that uh, suck the air out, use those. 
Tuck the arrow. Oh, yeah. oh, so that you get when you're more packing and more space. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, we use that a lot. And when we travel, we use down the zip bags. Guys, put your underwear and your socks in there. Roll up as tight as you can. Feel it. You get more space out of it. So the return trip is the same one with you. They actually make them with bigger ones that put your... Uh, You've seen the commercial for them, it's like, I can take five covers and push them down the table. Oh, yeah, those crack me up. They actually work really good. They work pretty well, yeah. <laughs> Especially when nowadays where everything is either taking over the air or coming down the plane. Well, and here's a new tip, too. I think a lot of people had bought luggage in previous years where I think it was 26 or 28 inches long that you could do. It is 22 to 24, and that's 22 without or 22 with wheels because that extra space for the wheels that are on the end, um, or 24 if they if you don't have wheels, because what they've done is they have rotated and made it so they can fit one more um, on the overhead. So they don't put them sideways anymore; they only put them in the one direction. So and I got caught other, off guard with that one. Oh yeah. Uh, the other here's another trick too. You know, we travel a lot but it's a good practice. You have your, your luggage and then have a good size backpack because remember, you can have yes. two. One that goes underneath. Personal and one goes up on top, yeah. And a good backpack and you have a good, solid, you know, don't get crazy. Now, there's, I can link a bunch of good websites that have some really good. Tom Bill, B-I-L-H, he does awesome handmade backpacks. It's good to put oh, cool. like 14 different pockets. Uh, Scott Vest, Scotty Vest, they have a, they, they have a jacket that you wear. It looks like you're wearing a blazer. I swear, you can hide your iPad, your, your iPhone, a bottle of water, some robes. Look it up. It's really cool. It's a little expensive, but if you're traveling a lot, it's something that you can carry on you you want your hands free. You never know when you need to be a, you know, Jason Bourne and jump out. Jump out. That's hilarious. I'm going to tell you also, looking to uh, spruce up your home, your decorate, uh, come by Garden Orchard Gallery in the heart of downtown Southeast across the height. So, you know, buy art. And yeah, he, he, one of the things I love so much about his art here is he has a diverse um, diverse artist in here. So it's not so eclectic that, that you can, you walk in where it's overwhelming, you're like, okay, this is just a little too much. They flow nicely, but you have very different temples, very different types of artists. Uh, a lot of them are, are local. He likes to promote local artists. And he has everything from you know, statues to, of course, paintings and, and the such. So, very fun. Very good listener. He had uh, Dr. Seuss here. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. And then we got a talk about a picture of her beloved husband here for her birthday. Yes, he did. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So, uh, that said, that was a cool travel trip. I tried to be a travel and travel to Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have up here. So, uh, travel, travel, you know, we always spend a year to do it, you know, during the summer and whatnot. Uh, check your fares. Uh, right now, I thought about my tickets to Chicago, but I don't feel like I'm like, oh my god, you're six weeks away. I know. I waited, and I'm now down to uh, $600 a person yesterday. Today, down to 400 did you know that the best time to buy tickets? Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. But the the secret is Tuesday night or Tuesday starts at twelve oh one Monday night. 
So start checking your airfares tonight at 12.01, between 12 and 1 o'clock. It just depends on the airlines and what's going on. And they kind of bounce between those time frames, so sometimes you'll catch them, sometimes you won't. I'll be up early tonight. Checking those airfares. So that's, because that's when they publicize and you'll get the best deals and as those seats fill up, then they start to bump the price, bump the price, bump the price. Yeah.
here's the main reason why you want to cover all your bases when you're traveling, and it's because people aren't likely to be helpful because they don't know you. They don't know anything about you. They don't know. They see a lot of these people who are in travel or, you know, tourism. They see hundreds and hundreds of people every day. Some of them love their job, and, they're, and they will be helpful, but you can't count on them. So you've got to be prepared and know what you need and know where you need to be so that if you do need to ask for help, you can be concise and direct because they're not, unfortunately, most of them aren't going to have the patience. Do you get on the frequent flyers club? <clears throat> they want to help you? You know, they really do. Ask questions if you're worried about that. <coughs> and uh, get on your frequent flyers because sometimes you can ask for an upgrade Yep. Our special room. Now, <clears throat> what else is kind of cool? Traveling is so much fun if you're just prepared, but if you don't be flexible. Very. If you have to be extremely flexible because there are people around you who just stay in Well, when we go to the unacceptable stuff, it becomes clear what you're having to do. <laughs> but uh, the other thing. The other thing I wanted to touch base on was you had mentioned about bringing, you can bring your, your carry-on and then your backpack. Uh, one of the tips that I always tell people, especially if you're going to a sunny place, uh, because it is the worst, and this is coming from a woman's point of view, you go to all this effort to pick out that perfect bikini for the first day on the beach, and you check it, and your luggage gets lost. So my advice is always to have what I call um, a 24-hour anything. So I have a set of underwear, I have my bikini, I have my I my dress, my because I like to go out at night, so if you like to go out at night, and most of us girls know our cocktail dresses really don't weigh that much, <laughs> and my pair of heels. Yep, yep. So I always say keep a 24-hour bag to have your, your basic essentials. Of course, you know, when you go into a hotel, they've got toothpaste. They've got all the, the things to help you get by when it comes to that. But um, always be prepared for that 24-hour just in case. Don't be afraid to do that. They, and we're not even got into seasoned travelers or effects aficionados. They have these great jackets that roll up to the head wrap, or pants that don't ring, or pants that don't stuff. Okay, but we're talking about traveling with right. uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, this should be something we're we're going to go wrong and we're going to have Cancun. We are going to. Actually, we are, we are going to be doing a show from Cancun. We are. So, what are we at? Hot chips. A socially savvy favorite, delicious, all natural, and healthier. That's Pop Chips. When they said it couldn't be done, they raised a snack bar. Thanks to the magic of popping, they found a way to pop all the flavor in while keeping fake stuff and more than half the fat of fried chips out. With 10 flavors, there's something for everyone. You can find them at a grocery store near you, and I just got the heads up that they are launching um, for Kitchen. Yay. I know, I cannot wait. I think they're going to be launching two or three flavors, if I remember correctly, but... They've been such a, they're fabulous sponsors for local events. Uh, they love being a part of the community, and they they taste really good. And they stick together. They say they're better for dipping than regular chips. They don't fall apart like this. Another thing, right? we had a, uh, I read a post somewhere about somebody who was like, hot chips, you know, and say, I'll just help the community. They do. They really donate. These guys, and I actually know their story. They're based out of New York, and they wanted to have a better chip, and they had, it's like, how do we do this? What do we do? And they took concept of making pop chips, which is not new. The Koreans have been doing this, the pop uh, thing that they, the Koreans didn't do, I said it's Koreans in general, the, the start. They the didn't take it to the next level of like, well, let's take some uh, salt, let's take some, <laughs> some salt. Let's take, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Seesaws <laughs> and other seasons. Yeah. yeah. These guys, Bayside, the Bayside of uh, New York, the Third World uh, two guys, two software engineers, said, you know, we can make a better show. And this is talking about mom and pop. Okay, granted, they got venture capital stuff about them. They wanted a better flavor. So, but what they did was, in return, they give back to the community. Yeah, they do. You know, just like Pine Bar was another one of our wonderful sponsors, they give back to the community. You know, don't get me wrong, they're still making their own funds and their money, but at the same time, so when you're at a show, you get your the swag bag and see the little pop chips on there. They're not just doing it because like, oh, look at me. They actually are participants. They don't speak the, they don't still give it away for free. They actually want to know who you are. Yeah. What you do. Exactly. What the event. So when you see it, that means that the event is just. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, and I think it's really important for people if you're going to be getting swag bags and you're going to a lot of events, you're probably going to see a lot of repeat stuff coming in, especially in different areas because, uh, you know. Part of it is because people are connected, and so they have a tendency to share information, and, and that's a positive thing. Um, I don't think that it's, it's a, in good taste to start forming opinions and criticizing something like a swag bag because you've not put any energy into it. And it's not just swag bags, but anything. I mean, when you're going to an event, even if you do certain types of events, don't bash them. I mean, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of We're doing a closed set show today. It was so easy. We didn't have to worry about anything. We just walked in. We plugged in. Obviously, technology didn't agree with us today, but we're still able to produce a show. But anytime you have people involved, it takes a lot of energy. And, you know, the only thing I say is show people some respect and appreciate them. And But most importantly, um, let those sponsors know that you appreciate and have seen them at a event. You know, I know Social Terry Speaker, here you go. I would bet you send in the guys at Time Bars or Pop Chips or even Morrison, send them a quick email and say, hey, I was over here and had them. You know, don't expect anything. Sometimes they'll return with your coupon or oh, yeah. something else, and they want to hear the feedback. And have them to know where their marketing is working. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I've done I've sent emails and say, hey, thanks, you know, so and so is really nice to me. You know, people like to have praise, man. Other thing is, is you don't have to. I mean, give them to the kids. Give them, give them, give them to a food bank if it's not something that you like. There's always ways. There's always a way to make something positive. So, just our little food for that. Okay, socially acceptable and unacceptable because, well, blunt works best. <laughs> I've been married for 10 years, and I'll be married for 24? 20, we're going to be celebrating 22 on September 22nd. I would bet that everyone will in their lives, too, in my mind, no lies. No oh, most definitely no lies. Most definitely no Yes. Be, really be direct. And, and here, it's all in the delivery. Just going to say. Delivery. It's all in the delivery. <laughs> the pause where the comment goes. Yeah, let's not kill each other with the truth here, but... Okay, so socially acceptable. Um, it is socially acceptable when you're out traveling to ask for a supervisor when running into issues at a foreign airport. I can't tell you how many people are like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to bring up any issues. I don't want any drama. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. You know, the movies dramatize things a lot, and 
when you are traveling abroad, particularly as an American, and I don't mean that in an arrogant way, but particularly as Americans, because we are so very vocal, we do um, have however you want, whatever kind of presence you want to say that we have in a world market, whether it's positive, negative, there's still a presence there. And you will be respected if you expect the respect. So if you are having an issue, and I've, I've run into this several times traveling in and out of Mexico, uh, especially when everything erupted uh, with issues. Every time you have a, a major issue happen with an airline, you know, the security clamps down. Um, and I had one of the girls at the gate try to compensate a bunch of my Chanel lip glosses and makeup, trying to pretend she didn't understand the language and trying to take, you know, three, $400 worth of stuff because she thought she could get away with it. She was rather surprised when I called the supervisor over and I just looked at him and I, I pointed and I said, really, you're trying to tell me that these aren't acceptable when I came out of the States? And he just looked at the woman, shook his head, and he goes, go on. So rather than feeding the problem, just it, it's a quick thing, ask for a supervisor to come over. Very common. And also, when you're in a foreign state, totally accept what you're I really don't understand this person. I think their, their accent, uh, I'm sorry, I used to and yeah. be firm, but be nice, don't yeah. make a scene, but be firm. And be, and be prepared that sometimes they make all clouds, they make the crowd. A crowd. Wow, you have a cloud over here. They're going to a cloud. Uh, no, you may draw something and be prepared to be intimidated. And I'm not trying to say to scare you, but they do that because they want to push you through. And they want to sit and say, you know what, you can't have that, you know, you can't have that, whatever. But yeah, when you're in the right, don't be in the right because you're an American. Be in the right because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And again, you know, like you said, you you want to be respectful. Anytime you're running into issues, um, concerns, always be respectful. And I know sometimes it can be very tricky, especially if you get frustrated. Uh, but that's when you take that big deep breath. And if you're traveling with somebody, know the the people you're traveling with, and maybe have had that conversation. If you run into an issue, have that that pass off. It's like my husband and I. He'll tell. He'll usually let me handle things if uh, I'm of sound mind, but if I start to lose it, I, he all he has to do is tap me, and he takes over, and I step back. So kind of know who you're traveling with and, and know how to maneuver them. Same thing. You have the same conversation. Know who you're traveling with. Know who you're shopping with. Know who you're drinking wine with. Know who you're partying with. That's the same kind of, you have the same method. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Traveling. Know who you're traveling with. You're traveling with somebody who you know is not exactly... Copacetic? Right. That's going to go ahead. I love my friends. Be gone. <laughs> I'll meet you there. Really. I mean, I hate saying that. I love you, my friend. You know what I'm talking about. Just okay, that's funny. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm probably well, glad you know, about it. Okay. Okay. So do you have a socially acceptable? I do. I'm socially acceptable. Uh, you have a stuff in your, in your bag so you check. Realize that it will be checked. I actually went down to New Orleans and my yes, bag. Yes, I would have gone to New Orleans and I brought back a 
big mama pickle. A big mama pickle. Your your word today is big ass. Big ass. Yeah. Big ass. Okay. I don't know the did you just drop an F bomb? Designed to serve women who are young at heart and enjoy their girly girl time in their daily lives. Girly Girl also donates a part of its proceeds to help fund different kinds of cancer research. Check them out at www.girlygirlwines.com. Okay, time for the unacceptable. I love the unacceptable. I'm sorry. Everybody, it's one of those things. People ask me, so what is socially savvy about? What do you What do you talk about? I said, well, we talk about everything social. And, you know, we talk about that we had to do the wine tasting on air because wine is very social. And, and then they give me this look on, they have this look on their face like, so, okay, what else do you talk about? And I have to go into the whole, well, we kind of outline what's acceptable and really talk into detail about what is unacceptable because people these days 
seem to need direction and outlines and guidelines as to what they should and shouldn't be doing because nobody has really talked about it socially. So we created the socially unacceptable so that we could point those things out and maybe try to do it a little bit less of an abusive way, I guess you would maybe say, or or um, I'm struggling for the word here, less uh, offensive. But sometimes socially acceptable just comes out the way it comes out. So here you go. My first socially unacceptable is when you are in an airport and you're waiting at the gate for departure to let your children join other children in screaming and running around the departure gate while waiting for a flight. And I'm sure probably maybe 90% of us who have traveled on airplanes have dealt with this in some way, shape, or form. Uh, children running around, and, and usually it's compacted into either they're screaming or they're running around or they're climbing the walls and climbing over the sea, um, or they're whining. You know, you usually have one compartmentalized part of it. At this particular time, when I was traveling this last week, I had all four components going on at the same time. The kids were screaming. They were running all over the place. They were crawling underneath the seats of other people who were sitting there. And I thought when I first saw these children that they were all together. Oh, no, no, no. No. There was a mother sleeping with her baby while her child was running around with these other kids, and then another mother who was just basically ignoring it, and that, you know what, I never figured out who the third mom was. So the fact that we have to talk about it just unfortunately tells you where our culture is. Uh, I was, it was early in the morning, so I was not a sound mind. Otherwise, I would have gone over and said something being who I am. <laughs> But, you know, when, when you're traveling with kids, we understand that it can be difficult, but don't make it more difficult on everybody else by letting your kids run off. Okay, I know you, you've been waiting all show, all show to tell us your socially unacceptable stories because you went to Louisiana. Yeah, I was down there. I try to be a very happy traveler. I'm very, like, I need to go on. I too. I order a cocktail the second I get to the airport. That's why we try to upgrade because the better. Or you can't get up there, make friends with the series. Oh, yeah. Whatever it takes is your charm, and this is going to kind of avoid me friends with them. I was thinking about it. I'm an outgirl, too. I'm vocal. I'm sitting there, my little business, watching the video. <laughs> Body odor. What the hell is that? <laughs> Somebody, and this happens to be able to, you know, usually you don't hear that. You know, you, 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 you get the downdraft. Oh, my gosh. 
I can't even I can't even believe we're having to talk about body functions. Because these people need to be told. Like, please, 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 please they do. They do. Unfortunately. Yeah. Wow. It is socially unacceptable. I'm sorry. There's no way to say it nice. And in the back. If you're bringing on a big roll on bag and you're in the line and the You know, 
And then I was like, oh, I, I want to know the class, but you know, take a chart to say, hey, should I go? Because they like, these are people that like people who are easy going. They don't want to deal with them. Seriously, take a second when you get on the next plane and just kind of look around you and watch the people who are like, you know, this that's my spot, or here, or I that are bossy and, and grumpy and yeah. annoying. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, it, like they say, you know, an ounce of kindness was a very, very long way. I actually really don't have to go a lot further. Well, like I said, if you guys come down to our next show, check out on Facebook.com, um, socialfazzard.com, look up for more rats, come down below. Post that for my invite only. That was fabulous, and I didn't get a chance to get the interview, um, the interviews up and running for this show because we were running on these technical issues. But um, we will, for next week's show, have a couple of interviews. We had one out of town interviewer who was telling us some socially unacceptable stories and uh, another local. So a whole lot of fun. We're going to be doing a lot more of those. If you have socially unacceptable stories that you think that we need to get out there and talk about, uh, give us a, um, a heads up on on Facebook or messages or um, call us, and we would love to get out and interview you and get you on air. Uh, we're, we love our audience, and we want to hear from you guys. So we want to take our so our socially savvy sponsors today, Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery, Pop Tips, Girly Girl Wine, um, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Spazos, Daniel's Boiler, uh, Time Bars, Girly Girl Energy Drinks, just to name a few. So if you had any of our swag bags and you loved what you had, please go on their Facebook and let them know that you appreciate them supporting our show and supporting um, the community. Everybody have a socially savvy week, and we look forward to seeing you next week.